Good morning, Top Fan Rivalry followers. It is Bill from Top Fan Rivalry. It is Tuesday morning. We made it through Monday. We're in the thick of the week. We can't even say it's like Friday Eve or anything like that. We got a new guest with us, team that we've talked about before, but a fresh face, a fresh outlook. Uh, so, Brandon, welcome to the clubhouse. How are you doing this morning? Uh, doing great. Thanks for having me. You bet. Thanks for thanks for getting up and doing this for me. So, Brandon, please, I mean, I know this information, but everybody's just hearing the audio. So, tell me your favorite team. Uh, favorite team is the uh, San Diego Padres. Um, I'm born and raised in San Diego. My dad was born here. My mom, uh, basically from here. She moved out here when she was four. Um, you know, I remember going to games at the, well, Jack Murphy Stadium back before it was the Qualcomm Stadium, back before it turned into a giant construction site and, and is now Snap Snapdragon Stadium, I guess. <laughs> Um, you know, grew up San Diego is, is kind of what you did. You're, you know, at the time we're, we were a fan of the team we no longer speak of that left us. And, uh, we're also, you know, Padre fans. Yep. You guys have a very loyal fan base. And I, I, I love hearing the stories of how people became a fan of their team because it always leads to family, whether it's whether you're born and raised there, or if it's my dad or my cousin or my brother, somebody used to take me to games. So I love that fact that there's a family, a familial relationship with the Padres, with your team. That's great. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay, so I'm going to ask you about favorite players. You mentioned Jack Murphy. I'm wondering if you're going to end up saying a favorite player of mine. We'll see. So I'm going to ask it to you in two parts. One, who is your current favorite player? And two, who is your favorite player of all time? That being said, they don't have to be Padres, but you've got plenty to choose from from the Padres. So go ahead and go. So I, I, I just want to put a little side note on this because I listened to a couple of your podcasts of Padre fans recently. And uh, the two that I heard, they both said Trent Grisham. And I, I feel like, I don't know, maybe they cursed him because he has just been playing terrible lately. <laughs> but... Uh, as an aside, uh, you know, that's that's neither here nor there. But um, I, to go back in the past, you know, obviously Tony Gwynn, he was, you know, an icon. I, I, he's all, all the good guy that, you know, uh, everyone says he is. Um, but when thinking about this question and – just kind of thinking about all these different players that I've, I've watched over the years. And I, I really settle on uh, Jake Peavy. Um, there is just something about a, a, a player with, I guess the best way to put it is fire, right? He would scream and he was one of those guys. Yeah, I've never met Jake Peavy, um, but they said he's the nicest person you'll ever meet off the field, but on the field, that just passion, that's, you know, that's, you know, and obviously he was a great pitcher too, won the Cy Young, but um, th those are the types of players I've always been um, really, you know, gravitated towards. And then, so to bring it to like current players, um, 
one of the players I'd say on the current team that that's, can be similar is Joe Musgrove, but uh, one the one that that really stands out because he literally does whatever. And another pitcher, you know, surprisingly, uh, but Nick Martinez. Um, this guy last year starting out of the bullpen, long relief. Uh, this year he started, then he's been out of the bullpen lately. Um, he can have the bases loaded with no outs and he will not back down. And again, he's another one of those guys that just shows that, that, that fire and that passion. And he just never seems to crumble. He might not be pitching the, the you know, the greatest, um, but you know, he's going to give it his all and you know, he's going to keep fighting. Um, a lot of that has to do with his background. You know, he didn't come up the normal way, ended up over in Japan for a little bit and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, those, those types of players have always been the ones that I really enjoyed watching. Those are good calls too. I mean, I, I, Tony Gwynn, absolutely. I, I mean, those are, those are guys. I was wondering when you said Jack Murphy, because the memory that I have of Jack Murphy is my favorite player, Steve Garvey hitting the home run to knock you into the World Series in 84, running in the bases with his arm up like that. So I get excited when people, uh, you know. I, 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 I unfortunately uh, was still in diapers at the time, so I don't, <laughs> I don't remember that. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, I, I'm more of my memories are more of the next uh, run of the World Series in 98. Yeah. And trust me, I was pulling for you guys in 98 because yeah. it was like, oh, it's the Yankees. And, you know, Dodgers and Yankees have always been rivals when it comes to World Series. So when you guys made it, I was pulling for you guys. I'm like, let's go, mm-hmm. Padres. <laughs> and um, and they were just happened to be one of the greatest teams of all time. But, yeah, you know. <laughs> yep. It yep. happens. Exactly. So switch gears on me. Tell me uh, ballparks that you've been to. So I haven't been to a whole lot of ballparks. I mean, well, I, actually, the way I just explained it right there, right? If I could, I could call it the Jack Murphy <laughs> Stadium and Qualcomm Stadium. God, I swear it was something else in between there. But anyways. Um, and well, that's that's really been it up until, uh, well, whatever, a couple weeks ago. Um when we went to Mexico city, okay. um, with a big group of people and it was just, it was a, just an unbelievable experience. Um, who was it? <laughs> uh, who was it for the, the giants who had a, a famous quote, uh, after he got back saying, uh, uh, to put it a uh, PC, his whole team was sick. Um, yeah, that happens when you go to Mexico city. Um, but other than that, I mean, the people down there were all super nice. Uh, the facility there, it's really nice. Um, it was just really cool seeing, you know, lots of Padre fans, uh, Giants fans, fans from all sorts. I saw jerseys from from pretty much the whole league. And then on top of that, um, jerseys from all over Mexico. So, you know, the Diablos that play there there was um and it was it was it was truly a, an amazing experience um but yeah as far as baseball that that's been it i've also seen a, a football game monday night football uh at at the 
in Jacksonville. Um, but yeah, that's been it. And, you know, after, after going to Mexico city, talking to a bunch of friends, we're definitely going to do, uh, whether it be an international game or not, try to pick a city, uh, um, to go visit now, you know, potentially every year or, you know, every other year or something like that. Uh, and just making an event. Yeah. Those are always fun things to do. There's some yeah. great ballparks around the nation and in Canada and all around the world. And I mean, I, I feel bad for the, I think it's the Cubs and the Cardinals. They have to play in London this year and they, <laughs> they get two days to get out there. They play, I think it's a three or four game set. And then they get one day to get back and they have one day off and then they, you know, are back in action again in yeah. Chicago and they, just too much travel to fly back and forth from London and expect to, you know, play a baseball game. And that's a lot of travel, but, but yeah, I'm, Oh, that's, I mean, yeah. The Padres and Dodgers, right. They're rumored to, you know, be playing in potentially uh, South Korea next year. And yeah, uh, they're to work out the logistics of that. And they said they would have to do it basically at the beginning of the season because exactly what you talked about right the travel and all that stuff it's it's um it messes up with you messes with your time clock and everything you know your internal clock just yeah it's it's it can be rough so i i uh i would love for the padres and dodgers to play the field of dreams game next year but that's not <laughs> happening i love for <laughs> you know it, they i know they had to do some construction in in iowa um, and that's why you don't have it this year. We're supposed to have it next year, but you know, and I, I think they announced the Reds and somebody else, but uh, whatever, you know, it is what it is, right? Um, yeah. Okay, so let me. You've listened to a couple of podcasts, so you know what I'm going to ask you now. You get a month off in in the summer. You have five ballparks. Money's not an object. You got five ballparks that you're going to visit. That you haven't been to. Where are you going to go? What are your five ballparks? I got five. Uh, you know, it's funny because I feel like a lot of people say a lot of the same ones, right? Like, um, hmm, uh, let's go to Boston. You know, obviously that's a, just an iconic, iconic stadium. Yeah. Um, uh, and just, God, the dimensions of that place are just insane. You know, like... I was watching a, a a video the other day, and it was like the shortest home runs in I don't know if it was history or, or home runs right down the right field line. There, it's like three oh five or something like that. If they hit it right down the line, and then you have the green monster <laughs> on the, in left field, it's yeah, it's it's crazy. Um, obviously, Wrigley, that's another one. Um, uh, I would definitely have to be in the outfield, you know, chanting "Feed the Snake" as they're, uh, you know, building their their the snake, the giant snake they do out of the beer cups. Um, what was the other one I was thinking of? Uh, 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 oh, St. Louis. I mean, everyone just, you know, that's just the baseball town, baseball city. Um, beautiful ballpark from you know from what I've seen. Um, what was the other one I had? Oh, uh, and this one would be a good one. Not, not too bad. Not too bad of a trip. Uh, 
again, I, I just like these stadiums that are, are, are unique. Right. And, and, and that bring, bring something else and just, you know, yeah, the idea that you can hit a, hit a baseball into the ocean is pretty cool. Right. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, I've been to Boston. I haven't been for a game. I've done the tour. Um, and it's a very unique ballpark because it's in the middle of a neighborhood and different than different than Petco, where it's kind of in the middle of the neighborhood with all the high rises and everything. But when yeah. you're walking down the street in Boston, all of a sudden you walk by Fenway Park. You're like, whoa, it's right here. Oh, awesome. Um, and the dimensions are crazy. That green monster is is absolutely nuts. Um, the. Uh, I mean, the story behind it was the owner was frustrated that fans would like lean up on the left field wall and watch the game for free. They wouldn't go into the stadium. So he built the Green Monster as a protest. Um, and it just became iconic over the years. Uh, so those are good stadiums. The ones that you chose are, are very good stadiums. I hear Minute Maid a lot um, just because it's on TV now yeah. with the Astros winning. I hear PNC because yeah. of the picturesque view of the Roberto Clemente Bridge. I hear great American ballpark. Oh, that's yeah. That was that was the other one I was thinking of. Yeah, the the bridge in the background is yeah. It's something. <laughs> God. Yeah, and then I hear a lot of um, I hear a lot of uh, uh, great American ballpark in Cincinnati because that's just kind of picturesque too. So, I mean, it, it, you know, oh, and uh, Citizens Bank, and I keep telling people if you really want to do a five, five you know, place road trip, you could easily hit a Queens of the Bronx. So you could easily hit Yankees, Mets, Boston, Philadelphia, you know, and I guess either Nats or Orioles or both without trying too hard. I mean, you could, you could yeah. make that done in a week. So that's yeah. But all right. So final question, we've covered your team. We've covered why we've covered your favorite players. We've covered your ballparks. Tell me, we're just slightly over the quarter mark. Obviously, the Padres haven't started out the way that everybody envisioned they would. What do you see for the 2023 season? Um, and and let me lighten that question up by saying, I don't foreseeably see you guys playing this way for the next 40. I see it getting turned around. But what do you see and how does it What's the outlook? How does it change? So, so I guess, you know, coming into the, coming into every season, right. Um, you, you want the world series, obviously, right. That's the ultimate goal. Um, I think some of these teams that just have not been good historically, um, Yeah, it is brutal watching a team and when they when they lose that first game of the year and you're just like, well, they'll never be above 500 again this year, right? Like it's it's just there's it's just you feel like there's nothing to play for. And so that's what, you know, yeah, we want to win the World Series, but honestly, I, how much stuff has to go right to win a World Series? I mean, you could be the best team and, and the ball doesn't bounce right and, and you're out of it. So I just wanted – I want to just be in it. I want to have a shot at it. You know, last year's run was great. You know, we hey, we felt like we could have played with anyone at that time. And even last year, 
the lineups that we put out there in like July and they were, wow, they were rough. Um, they were, <laughs> they were not good. A couple of those players, uh, I think are playing like triple a ball right now or possibly not even playing anymore. Um, so just, just being, being in it. Right. Um, you know, where do I think the team goes from here? That's a hard one to say. They've obviously put so much money into this thing. And you wonder, kind of say, all right, we're, you know, we're all in. You know, we have to make some moves. Um, obviously, our, our, you know, Preller has shown that he can make those moves at any, at any time. Um, you know, the last year getting Soto was, I don't want to say it was expected, but everyone knew he was a target. It was some of the other pieces that were completely, Josh Hader was one that just came out of the blue, right? You, I mean, different. Um, pitching's been pretty solid so far. Uh, bullpen's been back and forth. Um, They've had a couple rough games, but I'd say overall they've been pretty good. And then, you know, I'd say two of our stars, Tatis and Soto, have been, been, been turning it on lately. Uh, who knows what's going on with Manny now uh, with his hand. Hopefully he'll be doing all right. Um, and, and then after that, it's just getting some of those other, those, those other pieces going. Um, and, you know, I know we're only 40-something games in here, but I, I don't see us winning the West anymore. Uh, now with the, you know, the lead the Dodgers have taken, unless they completely just, you know, fall out. But, you know, crazier things have happened. And, and I think, you know, everyone keeps showing these graphics of, like, the teams that have won the National League over the last – was it like the last four – the last – the first 40, 50 games. Um so we're definitely still in it. And I think, you know, that's what a lot of us Padre fans, you know, hey, if we make it, just get us into the playoffs and let's see what happens. And if we end up getting bounced out of the playoffs, well, you know, at least at least we still feel like we're right there. And, um, you know, hopefully we can kind of build on that for the following year. Um, it's like I said, you know, uh, there were some rough years in there, and you look back at you know I, I talked about our, our lineup last July. Man, I we looked I looked at my line, our lineup from uh, what was it 2016 or 2017, and it, you know it's one of those teams where the the middle relief guy um, ends up being the all star because they had to pick someone to be an all star, right? And it, yeah, every team gets one, and and. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I guess that's I'm kind of rambling, but you know, that's that's kind of what my hope is, is you know, just 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 be competitive, just get us there, and you never know what's going to happen, you know, once you're in type of deal. So yeah, and you you called that right. Um, I I honestly think you guys are just a couple of putting together a couple of series wins, win two out of three, win two out of three, win two out of three. You'll leapfrog the Giants, you'll, you know, or stay in front of the Giants and you could leapfrog Arizona. So, um, yeah, I, I like it. I like it. So good calls. Well, Brandon, my friend, uh, we need to get you on again. 
So we're definitely going to have to make that happen. Um, get you on with a group of Padres fans, get you on with a, a group of, of top fans overall. Um, but I want to thank you for getting up on a Tuesday and, and doing this early for me so that we can make this happen. And so please let's have you on again sometime soon. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. Gladly. And pod uh, and top fan rivalry fans uh, will tag Brandon's Instagram so that you can follow him. He does have some very good Padre content. Um, I've gotten to know him beforehand and he's not the, it's not the guy that will go after you just if you're a fan of another team. So make sure that you're following him. Make sure that you like some of his posts. It's going to be a good time. So, and also to make sure you're checking topfanrivalry.com for the next watch parties because uh, we've got a bunch of them coming up. So Brandon, again, thank you for the time and, and uh, getting up early for me and we'll do it again real soon. All right. Thank you for having me. You bet.